Ali, hello. Hello, and welcome to another brand new episode of Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. We're with Dr. Uva Ball. How are you, Uva? <clears throat> Good. A little tired today. Uh, it's Walter's birthday. Oh, happy and birthday, he turns, Walter. Yeah, he turns nine today, and uh, we do a little party on in a, like a play center on Sunday. Today, only his best buddy is here, and they're playing new games Mario Brothers and stuff like this we bought yesterday for the Switch. Oh. And, and then we go to a brand new burger place for dinner here. They have like 29 different burgers. And I have no clue what that all is. But it's a new place and we want to try it out. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. So that is this. And, um, and just... In- yeah. In other news, that what I'm sure you were about to say is, dun, 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 DeSantis yeah. is running for president against Trump. What do you think? Um, I almost thought he's not running in the last few weeks because I was like thinking, what is he waiting for? You know, and uh, now he's doing it. <clears throat> what I'm reading is that his Twitter news release saying with Elon Musk attached whatever failed. It was kind of a technical fuck up and it didn't work. Uh, it did well. eventually, but it took a long time to get started. I tried to give you a link, but it kept kicking people out. You know? Yeah, it took like 25 minutes delay and whatever. So um, okay, I, do, I don't know. I, I read only that he's running. Let's see what his program is. Because he cannot have the same program like he has in Florida. For well, he said, I, I know that he said something about like he wants to build the wall and declare an emergency on day one to stop the migrants inflowing from Mexico. And I mean, it, it sounds very familiar. Him and Trump have a lot of things in common, I'd have to say. Yeah. I mean, that is the thing. It's like the question is what are the differences besides the personalities? Yeah. Well, the big difference is that Trump is fucking out of his mind and DeSantis probably is not. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. And it looks like he has to pay another few million to that woman he he claims he didn't rape. Jean E. Carroll. Yeah, I read that she is trying to get him for another $10 million because he keeps running his mouth about her and then people keep harassing her. Yes. And uh, I mean, of course, it is kind of strange that she came out of the wood like so much later, yeah. you know. But on the other hand, she won the case, and uh, I think part of the judgment normally should be also that he cannot like say something different as the judgment was, you know. Yeah, I wonder if he's actually going to pay it, you know. You think the first judgment he never pays, maybe? I don't know. I, I think that he's a stubborn dude, and he's going to yeah. try and push it back as long as he can, and then hope that maybe she'll forget about it or something, I'm sure. <laughs> she will not forget about it. But the thing is, it's very tough in the USA to collect money. I mean, I had the experience in the film industry where uh, companies owed me money for distribution of films, whatever. You win a judgment, but then nobody helps you to collect. Yeah, exactly. So that is a big problem. If you have in Germany a judgment, you can actually just hire. Uh, there is like kind of 
not the sheriff's office, but similar. And they go to the guy's house and basically say, look, if you don't pay, uh, we will like, like take all your accounts from the bank and we seize it. Like we seize your car, we seize your house, whatever. Right. So they're actually doing action. They're getting paid for it. And they actually have also the legal power to do things. In Los Angeles, I remember I had them people trying like to, to collect the money, but they had no legal real power. They couldn't do a house search. They couldn't seize an account. They only could tell them, pay, pay, you know. And then I got all the billing from them, all the bills from them. And uh, ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know? And but no money. I mean, it's uh, oh, they're folding, you know, like this. The other thing, then they just fold and say, oh, uh, this company, what owes you the money doesn't exist anymore. And then behind your back, they open another company. I mean, this Trump cannot do because he's personally liable to pay the money. So there, there should be uh, possibilities to collect that money. Hmm. Yeah, we will well, see. I guess we will have to see. Yeah. Yeah. So how many Republicans are right now running? I, I I know from a few, right? So there are now six, seven in the run already. Let's take a look at that. That's a that's actually a really good question. So hold on one sec. Yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> Tina Turner is dead. That was a I thought she never dies, but then now she's <laughs> Yeah, she's not Paul McCartney. She's not a robot. <laughs> yeah, I know. So let's see. Here's a list of the Republican candidates for 2024. Um, Donald Trump, uh, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy. What a fucking name. <laughs> yeah, Asa, yeah. Asa Hutchinson. Tim Scott. Yeah, Tim Scott, he's known. And uh, DeSantis. And we're weighing the opinions to see if Mike Pence will run, Chris Sununu, Glenn Youngkin, Christy Noam, Liz Cheney, John Bolton, and Chris Christie. So it sounds like it's a very potentially crazy, very hectic playing field there. Yeah, I don't think that John Bolton and Chris Christie will will run. Liz Cheney will probably only run to take uh, votes away from Trump. But Chris Christie is not a total uh, like crazy person, right? So he's kind of like he was a lot of times at Bill Mayer. Bill Mayer even gets around, gets along with him and stuff like this. So. Uh, in the back but does he does time. he have the chance to win though? You know, I don't think so. Chris no. Christie versus the Trump nomination. I think that Trump would win. Yeah, that is clear. But there's also the chance that Trump, because he has like let's say forty percent uh, uh, followers. Wait one second, Walter. I do the podcast. You cannot uh, burn this. Uh, we have to put it on the plate. Yeah. He wants to light a candle, you know. That is how houses get burnt down. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Let me do it after the podcast. Podcast. There is no lighter. 
Yeah, you don't want to burn the house down on your birthday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You cannot burn it in your room. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, no, I think also DeSantis or Trump, there is uh, no other candidate who will get the nomination in the end. And uh, also no other candidate, I think, can beat Biden. Uh, but DeSantis still has to make the case that he has fans uh, around America, everywhere, you know? Yeah, so far, uh, DeSantis has come across as kind of a cranky personality. And I think he needs to fix that if he has any chance. Because like we said in the last episode, half of it is really a cult of personality. Half of it is all schmoozing and show showmanship. And the and the very small part of it is actual politics, you know. <laughs> True. So, uh, oh god, uh, that is when you get like totally distracted. Oh, don't worry. He's just having fun. <laughs> no, it's true. Burning the house down. So uh, we will see. I mean, so, it, you you could have been dragged to see the Super Mario movie. So be be glad that it's just him playing the game, you know. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> no, back back to the politics. Um, I just read in CNN. So Germany is going in a recession, but I mean everybody goes in a recession based on the inflation and the high, and now the high interest rates for for loans, right? Dude, so in fucking Canada, yeah, here in the U.S., the inflation of the food is crazy. Yeah, I think the food prices in the last three years doubled. It's crazy. Yeah. It's expensive as fuck. I can't believe it. Yeah. I want to make a stew and to buy all the ingredients for the stew is like $35. That's a fucking expensive stew. Yeah. Yeah. And it has directly results, of course, uh, for a lot uh, of, let's say, consuming others. Things because food you have to buy. Imagine if you were still running the restaurant. Oh, yeah. It's so good that I got rid of it. Now I'm so happy about it. And, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I had a few people I knew from Netflix. They all got fired this week. Oh. So, uh, what is uh, bad for me? I don't know who comes then new. But I think, uh, of course, the streaming wars are full on. and uh, But the people don't have so much cash. So the, the normal average Joe, basically, needs to decide, do I want Netflix and Amazon or Apple or Hulu or Disney Plus or Paramount Plus or Peacock? You know, like, I mean, the, the choices are so big. If you want them all, you spend 200 bucks a month. Well, I think Amazon has an advantage because so many people have Prime. Yes. So Amazon... And Apple have, I mean, Apple, I, I have to say, I don't really see Apple. For Apple, it's just a hobby. Yeah. I don't see Apple Plus as a real competitor in that streaming battle. But they exist and they they, they don't care if they make any money with it. So, but, Yeah, they're doing whatever they can to get subscribers. They give it to me for free through my yeah. phone provider. So I don't even watch it and I have it. Yeah, 
it's it's like there's not too much really great on it. I mean, I watched Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis as that soccer ca- uh, trainer in in England. Uh, it, it's a funny show. And the morning show with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Reese Witherspoon is good. But... Then I want to see the Tetris movie, and that's about it. It's very good. I watched the Tetris movie. It's very good. But they just don't have this kind of like every week five new starts or something. They just don't have that, you know? And, yeah, it takes a uh, long so time it's, for it's something. It's not enough, like, whatever. You know, when you watch, like, every six weeks, seven weeks, you switch to Apple and watch something, then you basically see it all <laughs> after a time. So, but, of course, on Netflix, you have, like, an invasion of product. Uh, and I don't know if this is always so good. I think they maybe have almost too much product. And uh, because they're going so fast in and out, the films, the series, and then they're gone. I like Paramount+. Plus. Very good product uh, and um, more curated, and um, in a way, um, like nothing on Paramount Plus is a disaster. It's bad or something, you know. On an Amazon, Netflix, you have a lot of stuff where it's just where you think, why they did this? Why they financed this? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like on Paramount Plus, they don't seem to be pulling as much stuff as they're pulling off of Disney Plus and HBO Max. Disney is pulling stuff that isn't even licensed now. Uh, they're putting stuff in the vault that isn't um, streaming well, and I yep. think that's bullshit. You know, it's like we want we want a content, we want um, variety. We don't want yes. you to pull content. You know. Yeah, but you think why they do this? Because they feel it's easier than to navigate through the system as a consumer, or is it because they uh, the costs of having so many uh, products ready to stream. I mean, it's it's an online cost, right? It costs a lot of money. To... Yeah, probably for the servers, it costs money, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, and then, if, I mean, it's, it's a difference if you have, like, uh, I can only imagine the YouTube server. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. maybe bigger as Manhattan. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Well, I know that... Um that Disney Plus is actually pulling after six, only six months ago did it premiere, the Willow show, based on the Ron Howard movie. Um, they did a Willow TV show and they're pulling it from the streaming service. And it just came out. What's up with that? Yeah. The, the, yeah I mean, that is also strange. Yeah, because they own the rights to it. They're just doing it to I mean I guess because nobody cares about Willow, but I, I'm surprised because that's Lucasfilm, you know. Yes. At one at one point in the '80s, Willow was cool, but I guess they waited too long, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it is really strange. I'm looking into Cannes too. Um, the Scorsese movie was received well with DiCaprio and. Oh, yeah, I heard they had like a 12-minute standing ovation. Yeah, but they're all getting standing ovation. Everybody got standing ovation. Johnny Depp got a a standing ovation too. So, uh, and, um, but there's that one film from Brian Glazer or whatever about the Auschwitz, um, the director of Auschwitz, who had his family living right besides the camp and 
uh, that film is supposed to be, I mean, I'm not a big fan to do one Auschwitz film after the other or the Holocaust films, but it looks like it's extremely well done because it never shows the camp. Huh. And, that, and then so you hear it only. You hear gunshots in the back, sometimes some screaming, but you see basically how this couple and the kids growing up in a little paradise with a superb garden, nice house, good food and everything. And the horror is right behind the wall. And I think that they never show it makes it maybe more impressive. Hmm. You know, where you, where you feel like, wow, uh, it, it hits the target because then in the audience, everything is in the, in the brain. You have to, uh, you know, remind oh, yeah. what actually happens behind the wall. And I mean, besides the fact that, of course, it saves a lot of production money too. You know, <laughs> you don't have to build the gas chambers and all that stuff. You have you don't have thousands of extras running around like like slaves. And uh, <clears throat> that I think could a very uh, maybe a winner. Uh, and um, we will see. You know, so, uh, but there are a lot of good films. One of what I read every day, interesting films. Wes Anderson has a new film there with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, who, who played it for a thousand bucks a day. Oh, wow. Yeah, she made so much money with all the Black Widow and whatever she played. So uh, she said if she likes a, a movie, she's not money greedy or whatsoever. That makes her sympathetic. Because I felt she's just going for the money now, but I think it's very good that she uh, did a, did this. And then Stephen Levinson, the guy who worked in my, who played in my film Stoic, he was there. He's now the show creator of Euphoria, and he was there doing, um, showing his new show with Johnny Depp's daughter and The Weeknd, this oh. singer. And they play a crazy couple, very... Uh, um, uh, yeah, a very uh, a crazy, whatever, sex affair, uh, like Euphoria style uh, things. And it was kind of a scandal film, uh, but it didn't get the best reviews. Oh, I heard about this. This is the movie where they were saying it was like torture porn or something. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, nah, yeah, but I don't think it's torture, torture porn. Well, I mean, the, the media is very dramatic. I'm sure yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> no, no, I know. And I just read during we were talking here the breaking news: Mike Pence is running too. Oh my God! You're fucking kidding me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just it came like a like a push, a push news. I don't that, think he has a chance, man. I don't think he does. I think that he only appeals to an extreme evangelical Christian base. But do you remember when he ran with Trump? He looked good in the TV uh, things against that, that, the Democrat guy. Yeah, he's a calm dude. He's, he's yes. sane, you know. But I still don't think he's going to win. I guess no. we'll have to see. But he and Biden, you don't even have to watch the TV show. <laughs> the, the TV, <laughs> because everybody will sleep before we even, whatever, start discussing things, right? Everybody will be like, oh, God, Ed. <laughs> it will be a total disaster.
but the yeah. Republicans, it's going to be a bloody, bloody shit show on who gets the Republican yeah. nomination. They're all going to be going for each other's throats. It's going to be dirty. Yeah, but that will be the interesting TV duels between the Republican candidates. Yeah. That, that I will watch all of this. This will be very good because it's I, just yeah. like uh, that will be a massacre. Yeah, and get the popcorn. They, huh? should, they should treat each other with respect, but that went downhill eight years ago. So now it's just like, you fucking piece of shit. You will go to jail as soon as president. So that is basically... <laughs> yeah, but that is basically what's happening, right? So, I mean, <laughs> it, it will be extremely uh, entertaining. And just another breaking news that in a rare mass stabbing and shooting in Japan... Uh, three dead and two police officers. Just Another right fucking like first the uh, who got assassinated? The prime minister? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and now this shit. I I can't believe because in Japan it's really hard to get a gun. It's really hard yes. to get weapons. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, so a guy had a gun, a rifle, shot a woman. Then barricade himself in the building. Then two police officers uh, tried to get in. Then they got shot. And both are also dead. And uh, it looks like it's maybe still on. Uh, huh. Yeah, so we don't know. Yeah, this Saturday I do my last interviews with the Banditos in Bavaria. And then we have enough material to finally cut the documentary together. Yeah, the first shift is also moving along. Um, I posted that, and you posted it also that the little mini EPK making off, and we're moving forward with the edit. Um, Ethan is a very, very good editor. I have he he did Sin City and so on, and but he edits different as any editor I ever worked with because the other editors I worked with they always cut a rough cut of all the stuff first and then shorten it down. And he's doing more the scenes till the scenes are done and moves forward from there. Well, that's that's good. That's cool. Yeah, but you never, as a director, right, I want to see the, what's going on. And then I never have to fulfill. Yeah. You know, I just have... Like so far, I watched the first hour. So what 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 is the good thing is in in this is you get a very good like you discuss some scenes and you get a very good fine cut almost that works very well. But it's also um, of course as lo- when you have a rough cut of the whole thing. In my experience, you get a better feeling for the whole product. That is the product. That is how the product will have an impact impact or not. And then you start juggling maybe some scenes around and you do the fine cut <clears throat> until you, you, you cut the meat, right? So it's like this kind of like you cut it from two hours to a hundred minutes. So, and that is for me right now, for me, it's very tough to judge anything right now. I just have to sit patiently and wait till he delivers the full, the full show. Yes. And, uh, um, Patience, yeah. Of yes, I mean, the good info is that it, it will not be short. So it will be easy, 100 minutes, 110 minutes film. 
because I was, of course, a little afraid that we may be running short, um, but it's not the case. So that is already a very positive. Uh, Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be like an 80-minute picture. Good. No, exactly. You know, and what you don't want is a rough cut of 90 minutes. But because then you, you think like, fuck, what should I cut out now? And then it's too short. Yeah. You know, if you want to cut something out, it's it's uh, way better uh, to do to do it this way. You have a two hours film. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, it is all like uh, moving in the right direction. And we also have a new, like the 12 hours script. We revised it. And the new title is Kingmaker. And Kingmaker, we, okay. And we changed it um, drastically. And I, I'm trying to get an actor um, again. So uh, to continue in a way my comeback, you know. So, now, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's hard work. And uh, we have an overshadowing Brightest Guild strike. And at the same time, it looks like the actors will strike too. Oh my gosh. Maybe to support the writers, right? But the, the rumor is July 1st, the actors go on strike. And I mean, you know, that could be, on the one hand, that could be good for first shift because if the actors strike, there will be no more show. It's over. It means nothing gets shot. Nothing. So no TV shows, no TV series, everything comes to a standstill. And the damage, of course, is way bigger as in a writer's strike, because if the actors strike, let's say you are in the middle of shooting a season on a TV show, if they go on strike, uh, then it's like... You're going to lose a ton of money or the footage will never be completed. Exactly. You know, so that that will have a, a a major major impact, and I think then the the streamers uh, and the networks, whatever, they have to come to a very fast uh, deal, uh, or they're shooting themselves uh, into no man's land, basically. So, I mean, as I said, even if it's good for final for first shift, uh, but it's not good in general to have that situation. Not that good for the industry. And it's no. going to uh it's gonna yeah, and I want the actors, process. right? I need actors to make my film, so I'm I i do not have a lot of interest in let's say if they if they do a, a two-week strike, uh solidarity strike with the writers and everybody gets a deal then done and they continue, then 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 there was already a damage because if they start striking in July, we don't even have June. If the if the writers are still striking in June, there is already a very bad impact on a lot of shows. But uh, if this continues into July, and then the actors and, and then the, the actors are also not working, if if I, I would say two months actor strike, ten billion damage. Ten billion? Oh yeah, because you think how many shows will get stopped in the middle, and it's way more expensive to. Uh, to restart a shooting. Yeah, you have to get everybody out. home. The production office closes down, whatever, right? Because you don't know how long that, that uh, strike goes. So, I mean, that has a huge impact, a financial impact. Very rough. I get every uh, <clears throat> week an update, like what is shooting in North America, like Canada and US. And you can say that any given time, 
any given time, uh, there are at least 300 productions going. Wow. 300 TV series, TV movies, feature films. 300, any given time in, in shooting. So if they stop doing this 300 times, multiplied with, let's, let's say, even an, an average of 5 million production budget, right? So if you have 300 times, uh, that, is, that alone is already 1.5 billion. Oh. You know, only the movies who are then in the middle of the shoot getting interrupted. But think about the consequences with all the other films who were scheduled who then have to get let uh, canceled too, you know? But because what will happen? Let's say they, they strike six weeks. So now they saw the film they were in the middle of doing when the strike started. That six weeks later they would be already on a on another show. That yeah. other show cannot ha happen at all before the other show gets finished. So everything moves around. Like everything gets delayed. Everything gets moved around, and yeah. everything. Uh, 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 cost additional money, so yeah. yeah, I know that. Of like when COVID happened, um, what was shooting? The Matrix movie was shooting, and they almost stopped production. And they were gonna um, claim the insurance and uh, vault the material, but they yes, yes. ended up coming back a couple weeks later just because it's such a big franchise and finishing the movie. But I'm sure not every film has that kind of a luxury that they have the support of the studio. Most of them, when they shut down, just shut down, and that's the end. You yes. Know? Yeah. I mean, if, if a shift got shut down in New York uh, for undefined time, like undefined time, like two, three months later, I highly doubt I would came up with the money again to do it. Yeah. It's very expensive. I know that productions have shut down, like they had a Revenge of the Nerds re remake that they yeah. had shot for about three weeks, and then production stopped because the university kicked them out, and they were sitting in their trailers for about three weeks, burning through money every day that they weren't shooting, and then eventually um, the film company shut the production down and vaulted all the material. Revenge of the Nerds a remake never came out, never finished shooting. That sucks. It sucks for yeah. everybody. It sucks for the actors. It sucks for the, the crew. Uh, I think it was produced by Mick G. Who knows if it would have been bad. Probably would have been bad, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so what else we have? I don't know. Let's see. Well, let's see. News. Um, Nicholas Gray, the founder of Gray's Papaya in New York City has died at 86 from complications of Alzheimer's disease. I love Grace Papaya. I think that's sad. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Sure. Everybody go to Grace Papaya on 72nd Street and Broadway in the Upper West Side. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, if you're in New York, go. Go. Have a hot dog. It's good stuff. Yeah, so then in, I think we wrap it up for Oh, today. wait, wait. One last thing. One last thing. Did you hear that? The, did you read the reviews of the new Indiana Jones movie? No. So what happened there? I got like a four out of ten. People are saying that it's terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to go see it on my birthday. I'll, mm. I'm sure I'll tell you all about it, but uh, I don't know. I heard that it's bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, these are shows for me, they were over 10 years ago or longer. Yeah. And I'm not into it anymore. I also, I can, can never watch, I mean, I'm not watching them since the last eight years, the Fast and the Furious films. You know, I just cannot do it. It's well, I just, saw I saw Fast 10, and it yeah. wasn't that bad. It was silly. It's a kid's movie, but it was fun. It was okay. It's like the kind of movie you take Walter to, not for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also two and a half, three hours. Why is that always so long? I don't get it. Because it's an epic. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> they try always now this stupid superhero stuff to do like an epic, but it's not. Yeah. It's not an epic, right? So, I mean, they have tons of superstars playing in it that I have to give that. But it's not like, I'm not interested in it at all. Also, the Indiana Jones. I mean, they made Harrison Ford younger. And I mean, what's the point? Right? In the beginning of the film, I hear he's younger. And then he gets he's older later in the film, but I yeah. hear that it's like it's it's pointless. It's uh, it's got a lack of direction, and even though Ford is trying really hard, uh, the film can't stand on its own weight. So let's see, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm just tired today. I'm a little. Uh... Go play Super Mario Brothers with your son. No, I just want to sleep. I was <laughs> so bad yesterday. I don't know why, but it's it was just horrible. Now, yeah. Okie dokie. Mike Pence is in the run. And uh, Mike Pence, DeSantis, and Trump are going to kick each other's ass in the ring. I'm going to get the popcorn front row. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's see. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's. let's um, yeah. And by the way, is it is it all only on Spotify or where is it? Like. Oh I no, mean, we're on we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on a ton of different ones. Just okay. it comes on Spotify first, and then about three days later, it hits Apple and the other ones. So they just should just Google it, and then they find the right link. Yes, yes. If they Google Uva Ball Raw or Uva Ball Raw USA, and then Apple, it'll show up. Okay. Perfect. Okie dokie, then yeah. I would say have a good one. We talk yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, and everybody, we're going to have a show next week as usual. Please go and follow us on Twitter. Uva Ball is Uva Ball 7. I'm Gary Otto Zero. And there's Uva Ball Raw USA main hub on Twitter. We thank you all for tuning in. Please share this show and we will see you next week. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.